bangers. Old school bangers. I don't know why, but when you sang that, it reminded me of that Zoom Zoom, I, I Want You In My Room. <laughs> I have no idea why, but that song came to head. Maybe because it's Zoom Zoom and you said Bang Bang. Yeah, what's up? So I can watch TV down here. Yeah. Okay, I was just. It's not just the headphones, but keep it, keep it low, yeah. You can't see me. Nah. <laughs> you got you. stuff on your shirt. <laughs> they see, see your hand. They see yeah, your yeah. hand. Yeah. You got schmutz on your shirt, man. Yeah. Who, who's got schmutz? Me? <laughs> nah, Shalanda. The, hey. the last person out of all of us you would expect to have schmutz on their shirt is the girl. Well, it's because she's busy doing work, man. Yeah. Unlike you, Mike. Look at you. <laughs> you don't keep us wow. really clean. right there, huh? <laughs> I work hard all day. I'll have you know. I will gladly take the Robotnik insult <laughs> over that. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, that's funny as hell. <laughs> I was working hard today, y'all. I'm trying to figure out all this shit, these shit, these algorithms, Google Ads, YouTube shit. I've been doing Bro. heavy research, and it's it, it make your it's head wild, hurt. So you got to the- stop, and you got to go do something else, and then you got to come back to it. And everybody' videos is different. <laughs> And uh yeah, it is wild. Uh it's a lot of shit, but it's worth looking up, man. It's gonna help us in the long run. Cause I'm looking yeah, at yeah. our numbers, man. Our numbers look good, bro. It's from switching over to RSS.com and the lot, you know, even just this month. The only issue we is have- we um our Spotify got shit got fucked up, man. Like all the data from our Spotify is gone. I can't find it nowhere, so and then it's so now it's like hard as hell to search for it. So if you're listening right now, go to Spotify, the No Consensus Podcast. I'm gonna put links in the description. Just motherfucking follow it. Put the notifications on. Help it so it's not in this fucking desert of podcasts. <laughs> like if you try to scroll down to find our shit, it's so long, dog. You gotta have a direct link, bro. So we go. I'm put direct links in this joint here, and I might even put like a like and subscribe like. Uh, icon at the bottom a, of this episode. <laughs> you can, can do what? I, I can make a graphic that would overlay. Um, that would go hard. We need that. Y'all keep running your mouths. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and tweet a link right now. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Cause boy, I was like, what the hell? All the numbers gone. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna put in a ticket with spotify and buzzsprout see if there's anything they can do about it but you user you're such a user i am bro what, in what, tickets. They, what they what they gonna tell me did all right did you turn it off and turn it on again like <laughs> fuck you <laughs> did you turn off your spotify yeah, <laughs> did you reboot the spotify server <laughs> as a matter of fact i did not uh yep yeah, i was that was the that was my next move though don't you love that when <laughs> User hits you up and don't tell me to restart it because I already did that. Okay, cool. And then I just bro, then I lost. you ain't lying. <laughs> what? what have I been doing? Oh, I, uh, oh, okay. Um, I've been getting the notifications from YouTube, yeah. um, not Spotify, because I was like, no, 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 no. Like I've been seeing the Spotify. I've been notifications. getting notifications from Spotify too, though. But I would but, click like, some I of just them. did the search for yeah. oh yeah yeah I did a search for no consensus. The top uh, thing I see here is consensual sales. <laughs> the next thing is polyamory <laughs> weekly. <laughs> well, we just gave uh, them those two podcasts some shout outs. So shout outs to y'all. Yeah, um, a lot of swinger uh, <laughs> uh, podcasts did not realize that that was a thing. 
That's I didn't realize that was a thing either, bro. Like, Kinky poly atheist. Good lord. Kinky poly atheist. Y'all wild over there. Imagine European getting... Democracy Lab podcast. What? <laughs> this you... is gonna be a weird uh, opening to an yeah, episode. This is, but you know that that name that you just rung off is the exact reason why it took us so long to find a good name. Like you can't have a name like that, bro. No. Like. All right, yeah, the name is exactly what y'all are, but damn, it's not catchy or nothing. It's too long. You could just put that in the description, bruh. <laughs> also, shout outs to, like, you deep in the trenches if you in the kinky poly atheist pod. Like, that's crazy. And how much content are you talking about? And, and if you just got a pure right. swinger pod, you know, how many episodes can you go on talking about just swinging? You know, that seemed like it's a good topic every now and again. I'm I, I would be curious. But you logging in every day? <laughs> right. Every, every week to talk about what? Well, this week, guys, we did a... <laughs> I don't even want to rattle off with them motherfuckers. Dude, <laughs> can you imagine, like, their, uh, their whoopsie episodes? Like, about, like, uh, the various hijinks you find yourself into? <laughs> yeah, that's that'll be wild. The blooper sodes. Yeah, <laughs> shout us today. Oh lord, the oh lord, I don't even. Know. Oh hey, hey Susie, remember that one <laughs> time we went over to Tito's house? Yeah, we're never going to Tito's party? house again, John. <laughs> 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 Poop just fell off my bottom, man, for a week. <laughs> just came right on out. <laughs> Had to wear diapers for a month and a half. Mm. <laughs> uh, when you don't have to push it, gravity just does it for you. <laughs> One wrong cough. Hey, hey you got to lead a staff meeting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, boy. Uh, so, welcome to the No Consistence Podcast, dog. <laughs> Cheers, boy. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, it's your boy Mike Jack on the ones and twos, aka Supreme Lord, aka Martin uh hat wearing 90s baby, aka uh I am the only 90s baby here. Nice. AKA the Jacker, aka Samurai Jack, aka Watcha. And then to my right, we got um uh Jake, aka anime hair bro, aka Ichigo, <laughs> aka <laughs> aka pasty skin dog, aka um uh yuck in my white tea, aka uh Jesus is the one. And then below him is uh, my boy Wazi, aka extra guac, aka uh extra uh, uh queso, aka uh and put it all in the bun. And then, aka, we heating it up in the oven. Aka, then we pull it out and we uh, sear it. Aka, broil guy, broil boy. Aka, then we smash wow, it. Wow, what the God to boy? Well, it's both started with B, so I figure broil boy go crazier than broil. Broil God is definitely higher on the ranking, right? Right. But broil boy just it, it's out fire, dog. So I was like, <laughs> so I don't know. You choose. You want to be broil God or broil boy? God. Okay, royal God. In well, the well, well, Mike, it's not wannabe. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, yeah, you hold the burden. I feel that <laughs> heavy. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Uh, this is the No Consistence Podcast, boys. Cheers. Cheers again. <laughs> again. You switched back to the Lacroix from the mother joint you was drinking. What was them again? 
Uh, they were called Aha. I only grabbed that one uh-huh. because it was available. Oh, okay. Like in the store? They said them between yeah, the ones? Uh, no, I bought a six pack. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm about but to they say. didn't have any LaCroix, so it's what I bought. Okay, I'm about to say. It's type of janky shit. Which liquor store you get to, went to to get that shit, boy? Yeah. <laughs> right next I got to, a guy. Yeah, I got I a guy for sure. It was Walgreens. Oh. He delivers. Yeah, I ain't been in the Walgreens in a minute. <laughs> what the hell? What you was doing in there, bro? Uh, Grabbing get- snacks and... Mm. I don't know. I just feel like they snacks and shit be more expensive than regular places. So I'd be avoiding it, but maybe I'm wrong. Really? I don't know. I haven't been in there in a long time, so I can't remember. They usually, but I, I do remember them having deals though in there, right? Two for three type shit. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember know. why I went. <laughs> yeah, I don't ever get snacks there, but like when I do, it's just like a impulse thing. Yeah. <clears throat> like, oh, hey, I'm here already. Might as well. <laughs> also what so what is walgreens like is that a part of walmart or they just yeah. was like okay they was just like fuck it let's run this wall shit <laughs> <laughs> build the wall yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck mike with your red ass head yeah i'm over here talking over here uh, about building walls yeah my, my... <laughs> yeah yeah hey that fucked up you can't even wear a red hat no more without trying to look around hope you don't get snuck <laughs> Only where well, this see, is crib. Well, that's why, like, sure it says Martin on the front, and it's quite obvious that it's not a Trump hat. But you also have to make sure it says Martin on the back. Yeah, exactly. Like, I need front and back access, y'all. Because <laughs> the, the fact that this start with an M, an M A, yeah. actually, yeah. Martin America Great. What's that say up there? Like, come on, bro. <laughs> you fucking idiots. <laughs> that's that's a a good segue into uh i've been hearing a lot of stuff lately again about um the sneakiness of bills and uh you know how that Mm. stimulus bill and mozzie was the first one to put us up on this and now i'm finally hearing people kind of start talking about it um you know about how they they doing these stimulus bills and shit and they're sneaking shit in there like people going to jail for (laughs) Illegal, illegally streaming stuff, or like, or GTA Five being banned. Well, come on, dog. Y'all still on that, bro? And y'all trying? They trying to cancel Eminem again? Like, come on, dog. If you if you couldn't ban GTA Five and Eminem in the fucking early thousands, bro, it's a wrap for you, popcorn microwave society right now. Like them motherfuckers was on Eminem head for years. They was on GTA head for years. Y'all only gonna y'all only got the stamina for two weeks. They gonna wait y'all out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like it's no way. Yeah, um, not to like pivot on that too quick, but uh, you know, there's the news of, um, like, I I I, I haven't like fully read into it, but uh, the thing about wanting to ban uh Dr. Seuss again. Oh, I did just see uh, that today. Six doctors, yeah, yeah, because. Yeah, because they're racist or something like that and <clears throat> i have a hard time like understanding that i don't know like i did see a couple of like the books uh like it happened on mulberry street or, or something like that mm-hmm. was one of them and stuff and I, I never really read any dr seuss other than like one fish two fish mm-hmm. banger. green eggs and ham banger the grinch banger but like that's like all i remember so 
There's like, definitely some other ones in there, but that's those are the three joints. For Cat in the Hat, yeah. of course. Oh, Cat in the Hat, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, 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 I remember reading Cat in the Hat, too, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's... <laughs> Green you know, eggs and ham. Green eggs and ham banger. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Damn, Dr. Swift um, dropped the album, boy. <laughs> I, is, is he's still getting? I think he's still getting polished, man. He's like he's the Tupac of a uh, whatever. Be, the Dr. That's Swift crazy. Is. You had that much in the tank, bro. They still <laughs> dropping your shit, Seuss. <laughs> Ain't dead. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I still feel about uh post uh humorous humorous post is that how you say it yeah i mean after people die posthumous yeah posthumous yeah Uh, people dropping shit after you die still like who getting that money like is it your estate did they sign off on it or in most cases it's your publishing company that owns your publishing that's still dropping shit i don't know how i feel Mm -hmm. about that they do it with artists they do it with i guess books now Like, on one hand, I'd be like, all right, you wrote it, so that means you did want to put it out there for people to see and enjoy. But on the other hand, did you finish this? Is this how you wanted the people to see it? Is this, you know, the representation that you that you actually wanted in the universe? And you'll never know. So I'd just be feeling weird about that shit. <clears throat> well, yeah, and that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up because, like, um, I mean, for one, I guess, like, you could, we should all make sure that we have our affairs in line. Facts. You know, Bro, so nothing like the beginning of this year has taught me have y'all motherfucking affairs in line, boy. Yeah. You know, so like if you are an artist and stuff like that, you know, make sure that you know like where that's going, like who's getting those royalty checks and stuff like that after you go or whatever. I don't know how any of that works. I just assume that like there's something like that. Yeah, for um, sure. You know, but, uh, but that like that's one aspect of it, but yeah i mean if you've started writing something or you know laying down verses and stuff like that you know someone could come in afterwards and just cobble it all together (laughs) you know in a way that doesn't do you justice that you would have never signed off on and then what they could go ahead and just release it and everything so yeah that is a wild thing like especially in music because they take like um you know there's a bunch of artists like who just been who've passed away in the last year or two right that were like super young getting started and then they'll just drop their album so let's take pop smoke for example this is a new york rapper he hadn't done no features at all i think he might have only did one feature or no features at all in his like catalog after he died they dropped his album after he died Basically every song on the album, it's like sixteen songs, got a feature on it. You telling me that's how he wanted his album? <laughs> he might have wanted one or two of these, but come on, bro, this man never ever had no features on his shit. It was always him, always on his specific type of beats, and then y'all done flavored this shit up to give you know other artists this look, and it just was it just felt dirty to me. And I didn't even think of that till after I listened to the album because I actually did like the album, and then I thought about it, and I was like, this shit dirty. Because <laughs> you just throwing your boys on somebody else's shit, bro. And some of them, right. and some of them verses were clearly after he died because they would reference thing about things about his death in their verses. And it's like this shit corny, bro. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I know they do that in, in rap a lot, but you know, I don't know how often people are dropping rock, uh, you know, albums Ooh. after you know somebody 
you know, especially lead singer in a band passes away. Lincoln Park dropped a couple songs featuring Chester's voice. Did they? I, well, but I feel, two I feel like were I demos. It's so like older songs. Yeah, one of them was a song they were currently working on. I believe it. I'd have to double check, but yeah. You know, like, like, yeah, that is like super cheesy. The whole like referencing the death <clears throat> and all that jazz. I can see that be like a really cool like speaking beyond the grave sort of conversation that can take place. Yeah. But I don't think the place of a track like that would be on his album, yeah. <laughs> but like have him like you're producing a, you know, you, you have a song that you're doing yeah. that is like an intimate, like, you know, like you opening up about how much this person's meant to you or whatever. And that sort of thing. And like yeah. the impact that they've made and like what you wish that you could have said to them and then have them, like Fire. their verse featured on there yep. you know but like to go ahead and put that on his album like that's weird <laughs> what oh baby <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> um but yeah that's it, it that's what i was saying it's that shit mm. super cornballish yeah. um and like in it it's not inherently cornballish to me i don't think it's just like how you apply it right mm-hmm yeah, or do you think it's just cornball in general? Yeah, it was an application. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was Where the bar it? that they actually said, and it just <laughs> it just wasn't it wasn't good because, like he said, like it, it, you know, like Meek Mill just had a bar about uh, Kobe Bryant in one of his latest songs that just wasn't good, so people chopped his ass up, and it was all right, but it wasn't good. It can't just be all right if you referencing somebody like Kobe Bryant's death. You can't just have right. an all right lyric, bro. It's got to be top notch bro for people hey, Kobe, to be like yeah. i missed you <laughs> like you know um and so it, he got towed up by ford so yeah it just be about you, it's the same with comedians too right you can you can joke ain't no ain't no such thing as too soon unless the joke is terrible you know if, if the joke <laughs> is good enough there's no such thing as too soon is what i'm saying people yeah. kind of let you ride if you got a great joke but if it's not <laughs> All right, hold on to your seatbelts, boys. <laughs> hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, because like if you're going ahead and referencing like Kobe just for like the headlines and for to get the views and listens and stuff like that, like it's, it's obvious to see through that, you know. So yeah, that's why it's got to be good, yep. <laughs> I guess. Yep. It was a bar in there, you know. Um, he says, I can't remember what he said, so I'm not even going to repeat it because it's going to make it worse. But <laughs> something, <laughs> something about going down the legend with his chopper, you know, and chopper, aka helicopter, aka AK 47. I like guess that's the metaphor mm. there, but, you know, just it just wasn't the greatest bar. And then right. when when, when uh, you, the widow of Kobe Bryant comes out and says that shit trash, then it's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wrap. Take that shit off. Whatever you was doing, just scrap it. <laughs> mm, this is also why you don't show snippets. Because as bad as that would have been, if people would have just heard it on the album... <laughs> You that song might have got heli plays just because people want to go hear this line. You know what I'm saying? And now mm-hmm. at least you get some recognition. At least you get some money in your pocket off of it. Now you just got to scrap the whole shit, get cussed out on Twitter and Instagram and blogs, and it's a wrap. Am I people still <laughs> blogging? Is blogging still a thing? I think so. I think the majority <laughs> have moved to like 
vlogging instead. Vlogging, yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot less effort. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say that. There's. Mm. Yeah, because video editing is a process. I, yeah. I guess in terms of like writing everything and trying to, you know, with a vlog, you're you're speaking, so mm-hmm. it's. Yeah, it's a different medium. It's probably it's yeah. easier for people to just speak than write. More people are good at speaking. I don't know about that. I was about to say more people are better, probably better at speaking than they are better at writing. That might be true, but I don't know. <clears throat> well, I can also show like if I'm if I'm vlogging that I got a new phone, I'm like, oh, look, new yeah. phone mm-hmm. and I can show it in in a blog. I'd have to take a picture and upload it. Yep. <laughs> now, I don't know anything about blogging. Um but I imagine that it's kind you of never had easier a Tumblr, to... bro. Well, I mean, like besides that, but like I'm talking <laughs> about like 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 blogging, blogging. Yeah, I'm just know? talking shit. <clears throat> I don't consider um, blogging, blogging. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, like I wonder how difficult it is to monetize, and if just vlogging on YouTube's a lot easier to monetize and make a little something, something up. That too, I have no idea how people made money off of blogs. <laughs> uh clicks from sites site traffic is a thing right but after that how are you transforming that into money right well and it, i guess it depends on like what your medium is and stuff because i know like there's plenty of like um like cooks who've gone ahead and had cooking blogs and stuff who've who've gotten like a uh, cookbook deals and yeah. and that sort of deal yeah to go yeah. ahead and say the word deal like seven times in a sentence <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> get you a Deal. little sponsor so that you can kind of talk about or, mm-hmm. you know, highlight whatever you're using in there. That's yeah, do reviews thing. and that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Oh, we imagine being a reviewer, bro. Like a reviewer that was like getting paid for shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like where you mm-hmm. can you you want to you want to be truthful about whatever it is you're reviewing, but you know that they sending you a check. So you can't like dog a asses or something terrible. <laughs> Usually the uh the, the, the payment is the goods themselves. Yeah, okay. Mm. I feel you. Like um, here, but we yeah, gonna send don't... you this, try this out, you can keep it type thing. But like with that with that the Raycon stuff and all that, yeah, they're just straight up getting money and Raycon. There's a lot of laws now about what? Them, them headphones that Ray J. Yeah, got? the the uh Raycons that are the <laughs> The the Bluetooth mm-hmm. knockoff ones. Yeah, that's fucking. <laughs> it's just so funny that you even know about Raycons. Like I do, keep seeing this shit everywhere. Ray J is just mm-hmm. will never leave the <laughs> pop mm-hmm. culture spotlight, bro. <laughs> Boy had sex with Kim K on on cam and been popping ever since. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that those headphones. Those headphones are his or something. I believe so. I don't yeah. think so. Uh, he has at least been going around. <clears throat> uh talking about them hoes mm. <clears throat> I was like I, the first time I seen him was him on a YouTube ad talking about him so I don't know if he's just you know a sponsor or something but I thought he was one of the people who came up with him did one wish come out before he fucked Kim K I have to look that up um you know like I'd be see Doing those uh like sponsorship ads sort of things, I'd be real tempted to just I don't know. Uh, do you do you ever watch a uh, King and the Sting? I haven't since 
for a while now and i just was working out today and was like damn i ain't watched no king of the sting in like a year like i forgot about that shit i don't even know what made it pop in my head because i was like man i because i haven't heard nothing from theo vaughn in a while that was the thing and i don't know if my algorithms it just ain't been showing me his shit but like for a while there he was like the podcast guest king bro like mm-hmm. he had some of the great guest appearances on podcasts in a while and yeah, I just hadn't heard of thought. Of, I hadn't heard nothing from him. I thought about him, so now I ain't seen that shit in like a year. Yeah, I haven't watched it in probably about a year. But like the way that they would do their uh, damn, I um, thought you was ads. up on up to date on it. No, yeah. man, I just got real tired of it uh, <laughs> at a certain point. Um, and, and I thought about. I actually went ahead. Like I had a bunch of their stuff uh, in my watch later list. Mm-hmm. I just deleted it all out. <laughs> you didn't um, try it. That's funny. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Because for one, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. There, it just sort of fell off a bit for me. Um, they, they, they tried being like way too formulaic, like with their um, um, segments would, and shit. Like th- their segments, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it just got a little old for me. But uh, uh, the way that they would do their ads, they like they they weren't just sitting there reading from a script. Which I really enjoyed. Yeah, like they, like they they had something that was really rather vague, mm-hmm. but then they would just go ahead yeah. and run with it and like <laughs> say the stupidest thing that they could come up with. Yeah, they did. They did and a good job. That was pretty uh, funny doing they ads and shit. That that should do be funny as hell. <laughs> yeah, but speaking and then looking at the ads, like now all of a sudden like manscaped. And they just every time I <laughs> manscaped ad come on YouTube and they're like, "Hey, buddy, I bet your balls are sweaty." Like, what are y'all talking <laughs> about, bro? <laughs> like, why you gotta talk to me like this? Uh, <laughs> you're, uh, you're, uh, what they say? You're just uh, sautéing your man meat down there. Like, what? <laughs> sautéing your man meat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, I got I'm cracking open this uh, Norm's raggedy, raggedy ass. ass. I used to yeah. smash the raggedy asses. <laughs> oh, I bet you did. I bet did you find you did. The, uh, the the IPA you you, you like? <clears throat> Who's on me? Me? Yeah. Oh, uh, isn't that an IPA? Yes, it is. It is. Yeah, an this IPA. is an IPA. <clears throat> um, I don't it. know, man. I, I've become I've become one of those like I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Let me take a sip. I'm about Shut to say, up. like, great, great breakdown. I mean, Shake. I, 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 I asked a yes or no question. Right. And got, eh, I I'm just going to come a, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm real hit or miss with the guys. This one I'm not really feeling. Uh, uh, yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm, I'm – <laughs> I'm chasing that Rattler with this uh mamma jamma. That Rattler though, bro. This hoe coming in at uh where where the hell is it at? Uh of course they ain't gonna have it on here. <laughs> oh wait, no, here here we go. One point nine percent alcohol. <laughs> so you you drinking sparkling water too, bro. What the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean this Jack Jack can drink this, that's fine. <laughs> Bro just said it's at a whopping 1.9% alcohol. That's crazy. Yeah, now this guy's 7.25. That's why I used to get them. I'm like, but oh, yeah, I like that alcohol content. Used to get this that to norms chase. for you. <clears throat> well, that's weird. Like, so it says hashtag this. 
space norms for you. So like, are we, are we just doing hashtag this? <laughs> hashtag brood? Yeah, do you not know that you can't have spaces in your hashtag, buddy? Damn amateurs. Fucking hey, animals. Griffin Claw, reach out to us. So we can go ahead and do your social media marketing. We know how to use a hashtag. Uh, right. We do expect compensation. Exactly. Gryffindor. <clears throat> but wow. no, um, those uh, um, um, like hazy IPAs, those I tend to like really uh, seem to enjoy. Um, but uh, and pale ales aren't too bad. Um, but this guy, I don't know, a bit, <clears throat> she seems a bit, yeah, uh, she seems a bit like a paleontologist, and <laughs> I don't know, um, I'm just not about freaks. that. Paleo oncologist. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a cancer doctor from uh, the paleon uh, li- paleolithic age. Mm-hmm, nice. <laughs> That's an era, right? <clears throat> That's a hell of an era. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been I've been working since five a.m., so I'm probably gonna mm-hmm. be a little something. Today. That's the type of Jake I like. The one yeah. that's like <laughs> a little boozy, a little woozy. That motherfucker say all type of shit on his mouth. He done messed the hair up too. We in, we in for a ride. You know what I used to hate when I was a kid? <laughs> when somebody would say, you're in for a treat. But it wasn't <laughs> like no snacks involved. Like, <laughs> bitch, I don't consider experiences treats. I better get a fucking cookie or a brownie or something, dog. Like, how Why you gotta be you... such a literalist? Bro, I hated that shit so much. Like, how dare you tell me this was gonna be a treat and I didn't consume anything? <laughs> I'll be Mike so doesn't mad. understand metaphors. <laughs> Explains a lot about his rap. <laughs> because then it, they would follow it up by, you know, playing some bullshit. Like uh, we had to watch Othello in a, uh, <laughs> you know, and writing writing through lit class. Like this ain't a fucking treat. Good movie, bro, but it wasn't nothing sweet about this. I hate you. <clears throat> <laughs> and I'm talking about even before that. You know, I was on the playground. Like this ain't no treat. Um, but yeah, real besides that, you guys, yeah. the swing set. Yeah. <laughs> Mike's over there licking it. I don't know. Like, that sweet to me. You didn't give me nothing I had already had. This swing set was already out here, bro. Fuck you. It's going to be out here tomorrow. It was out there yesterday. It's going to be out there the day after that. This ain't no fucking treat. So, so is it because it's not candy? Is that where your problem yeah, lies, or is it more... because like they're trying to take credit for something that they didn't do? They didn't yeah, build nah, that. It was a combination. First and foremost, it's just because it's not candy. But <laughs> then, for it to not even be something good along with that, would really piss me off, dog. Like this. First of all, this ain't what I want. Second of all, you didn't even make an effort to make this something, <laughs> you know, enjoyable. Anyways, this ain't no fucking treat. Fuck you. Mike, I, I I have a sneaking suspicion that when you were a child, you were a ghostwriter for MC Chris, and Ooh. you actually wrote uh, that. Uh, <laughs> I, I want, want candy. candy. <laughs> I met Is MC that your Chris work? at Umacon too. That was a good guy. <laughs> um, but no, I didn't write that. He was he was in the game long before I. But I could have <laughs> wrote that because that's you know wasn't like those lyrics was just out of this world. <laughs> I want candy. That motherfucker was a spider in a diaper, bro. How crazy was that? <clears throat> I mean, it's a wild world out there. Man, Adult Swim. Is there anything like this out anymore where you could, if you stayed up past 12, 
You see a shit like uh, Squidbillies and fucking Aqua Team, Sea Lab 2021, and Space Ghosts, Harvey Birdman. The lineup Dude, was crazy, Ghost. bro. The lineup was crazy, dog. Then you fuck around, see Big O randomly. <laughs> Shout out to the Big O. Oh, oh. That's the <laughs> random fucking Batman anime. You never seen that, Jake? No. You seen that, Wazzy? The big no, old, it's a, it was a playboy. Like he basically was Batman because he had all this money, but he would jump in this big black mech and then just fuck people up at night. It was kind of sweet, like a Gundam type thing. I'm okay with that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I don't, I feel like they just, <laughs> people don't even watch TV no more. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> how, how could, how do you do that? You know, mm-hmm. because it's just like, a um, the uh the album versus single sort of mentality, right? Um, <laughs> oh, that's that's the way I, I'm kind of yeah. looking at it. No, you're 100 percent right. <clears throat> because you, I mean, you had all sorts of programming like that. I mean, like, what well, like NBC or ABC had like TGIF, you know, and it, mm-hmm. it was like their Friday night lineup, you know, yeah. um, and all that jazz. Uh, Damn, what was on the Friday night lineup? Didn't UPN turn into WB? After nine, mm. was that the thing? Uh, uh, maybe something like that. Yeah. Uh, oh man, like I don't know, man. It trips me out <laughs> thinking about the way like TV used to be and right. how like prime time meant something. <laughs> bro, prime time really used to, like you got that slot, bro. You got you got a show between seven and nine. Like how 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 you do that, bro? Right, you done made it, kid. <laughs> you made it, bro. Everybody watching your shit and talking about it because they ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. and, and and you dealt with those commercials. That's oh boy, commercials, bro. Kind of a godsend, though. Get up, do whatever you need to do. Sit back down. Yeah, take a quick wee wee. I used to hate commercials though. Like I'd be so mad when the commercial come on. Speaking of, so now we talk about the microwave popcorn. Next thing I see is the Zack Snyder fucking director cut four hour long Batman vs. Superman or Justice League movie. Like, god damn, bro. <laughs> we about to see who got a uh, who got the uh, attention span or not, bro, because I'm watching that shit. I've been hearing good things about it. I don't I know if I can... heard anything. Yeah, I've been hearing uh, everybody's been saying. This is what the movie should have been, but it's no way you could have. It's four hours long. It's not <laughs> like you right. can't do that. Hours of Martha, just Martha. No, this is the Justice League. This wasn't Batman vs Superman. This was the Justice. League. Oh yeah, but yeah, that's maybe they, they added Martha to it. Maybe they did. It really fleshed out that idea of why they got into their mamas. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Nice all in there, Mike. You said what? Nice phrasing there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was trying to stop myself while I was talking, and their words just kept coming out, and I just stopped. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's coming to HBO Max. I don't know if I'm gonna sit down and watch it all in one sitting, go as far as I can go, and come back, or what's what's the deal gonna be there? But I'm gonna check it out because I got HBO Max, so why not? You know, talking about TV, Julia and I, uh, we've uh, gotten into uh, Criminal Minds lately. Ooh, we nice. on season nine of that shit, bro. 
Good show. I think we're on season two. But... Yeah, good show, bro. Good show. Um, I'm, I'm waiting for it to really hit a stride. Um, and I, th- and I see it getting better, but that first season, man. With uh, Gideon? Um, Gideon's still in season yeah. two, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know, just like... I don't know. I I mean I I know I know enough to be dangerous when it comes to like psychology and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like so, some of the the stuff that I'm hearing and like especially how often it gets repeated. Mm-hmm. Like everything is like uh like oh, he killed somebody? Must be pent up sexual aggression. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Se- he, he burns houses down? Yeah. Sexual sadists. <laughs> <laughs> like every like it, he doesn't it's so he doesn't Freudian. get pleasure it's from the, from raping the women. He gets the pleasure from the the the, the torture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh so so seeing some of those things just repeat I mean it's it's been really at least right now, it's been really enjoyable to just like even though we we've never watched it before to just have on in the background mm-hmm. um and stuff. But uh Yeah, that's what we do. We'll cook dinner and then we'll kinda throw it on, watch an episode while we eating. Um, you know, and then keep it pushing. But it's mm-hmm. also funny you watching Penelope and her a uh, little tech business in the background, bro. Oh, I didn't want bro, to go ahead and go there. Bro, but... The shit she was doing, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you just did what? <laughs> and how fast? <laughs> Hell no, bro. <laughs> yeah, demodulate the zip file. <laughs> That's, that's what your motive for. That bitch girl, what you talking about, <laughs> <laughs> bro? Yeah, so, and it don't. It actually don't get better neither. <laughs> I just put the, the computers look better, but you know the shit that they because you know they they're like I need you to find out who was uh who was doing who went to this gym in the last twelve years, and then she'll be like, all right, I got ten people on this list that match what you said. Like what? <laughs> How'd you get in there? How'd you get to the gym database? What's what's going on, here? bro? The episode <laughs> I just watched was uh, about uh, um, these Russian criminals and stuff, and she ends up downloading like the entire Russian bank <laughs> software and like recompiling it. <laughs> <laughs> like she just she she had to type in this address. <laughs> Which then allowed her to type in another address and another one, and she had to, like leapfrog, <laughs> and then like it just auto downloaded the entire like bank <laughs> and rebuilt it like on her desk <laughs> in, in, in five minutes <laughs> over that fucking yeah. T. Uh, damn, what's that she used to be called? The T nine? Maybe like the T one? What T one? Yeah. T nine. <laughs> There is a T three. Uh, is there? Yeah, no. yeah. Mm-hmm. Three. You took the three bonded T ones. Is a T three. Um, what was it here though? One thing I did appreciate um, that I noticed was, uh, you know, uh, a major issue with shows like that um, and doctor shows is that there's they have to explain these these things to you, the audience, and you don't know anything about. Um, uh lymphoma or what have you mm-hmm. you don't know anything about uh profiling mm-hmm. so so they have to go ahead and explain 
figured a way to go ahead and explain this to you. And a lot of times, especially in doctor shows, like they're just awful. Yeah. You got a room full of doctors who've been working with each other for like the last 10 years. And he's like, well, see here, he's got the coronavirus, which is named coronavirus yeah. because of the way that the virus looks. It looks like a crown. Um, and it, no, and it's like, right. well, that doesn't make any sense. But the, the thing about this show and, and how they do it is that they travel all over the country to these podunk towns and uh are helping out like the the Milan police department and they gotta explain who don't it to know this stuff yeah and it, which right is which gives you the opportunity you know, explain yeah it to you yeah I, I i definitely noticed that as well because you are 100 right it happens in anime a lot too yeah. where they I was, like <laughs> i was just gonna say anime has the exact same issue where if you have the guy fighting or you know talk about what his super punch is gonna do <laughs> or you, you have his trainer out in the, the, the stand saying, this is my, my d- d- disciples, like, four-punch kick combo. <laughs> or you have some random dude in the crowd being like, wow, I've never seen that. And you're just like, all right, the exposition is all over the place. All over the place, bro. <laughs> exposition, that's the word. <laughs> and they, <clears throat> that, shit is, that should be hilarious, bro. Cause they'll be, it's the same thing. They'll be explaining it to a dude. Like Wazi said, their trainer who's been training you for three years. Now, when I do this move, I'm going to be doing like, all right, don't he know this, bro? What are you talking? (laughs) What are you explaining it to him for? This doesn't make sense, bro. (laughs) See, watch, I'm going to cross him over here and then I'm going to go for the layup over like this. And then something like, I mean, you guys have run that plan. There are basketball anime and dudes will be explaining shit. In the middle of a play, and I'm like, "Damn, bro! Like, a play ain't good. He just crossed this dude over and laid it up. You cross a dude over and lay him up. That's gonna happen in three seconds. You you explaining why the crossover work and why he was laying it up so freely is gonna take five minutes. So how did your explanation and his move sync up at the same time, bro? Shut the hell up. <laughs> time don't matter, bro. Time, time don't matter. matter, bro. Plot lines. Ain't that what you say, Wazzy? Mm-hmm. Man, that's, that's one of the things I used to love about Dragon Ball Z is that how in one episode, the entire episode could be pretty practically a two minute <laughs> like in, mm-hmm. in, the, in the universe time. Mm-hmm. And then the next episode spans like 10 years. And that's uh, what happened uh, in Super, right? Wasn't Super's tournament only like. It, they had a time was, limit on the tournament. I can't remember what it was, though. Well, the the, the tournament was forty eight minutes. Yeah, and, and they want to say it was like forty eight episodes. So, like every episode was like a minute, bro. And they tried to like twenty four it. <laughs> it is just <laughs> ridiculous, bro. <laughs> Except instead of a nice number, there was a giant pillar that went. Doof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny. <sighs> Uh, going back to podcasts uh, real quick, I did come across uh, this podcast I started listening to called The Left is Dead. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's it's really kind of funny uh, to a certain degree. I mean, like, it's a serious political podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. The two guys are pretty hardcore, like, uh, far leftists. Um, but uh, it's just interesting, like, going ahead and juxtapose uh juxtaposing like their beliefs against like um like how we look at things okay well yeah no (laughs) but like like they go ahead and say like they don't consider us to have any sort of left parties we have 
two right parties, you know, um, and that both the Republicans and Democrats are conservative <laughs> and uh, and everything. And uh, it's just hilarious going ahead and hearing their analysis, um, especially compared to like what we see on Facebook and all that sort of thing, you know. Um, what have you taken from that? Are you tending to agree with them or are you just... Oh, like... no, I mean, like I've... Like they, they're essentially speaking a lot of my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't necessarily agree with their politics, but a lot of their criticism, especially of um, like liberals in the U.S. and Democrats, um, I think is really spot on. One of the funny things that uh, one of them had mentioned was that, um, like, the, so one guy is quite more far left than the other one, and uh, the the super far guy. Um, <clears throat> Does he, he he made a comment about how he doesn't see any difference um, between Trump and Biden, and uh, which the other guy's like, come on now, you can't say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was actually like that. Um, his uh, his feeling was actually um, uh, I can't think of the word, but like supported last week when Biden you know went ahead and dropped some bombs over on Syria, and then also when. Uh, just to go ahead and get this rant out of my system <laughs> when that piece of shit decided to go ahead and not pursue any form of justice for Jamal Khashoggi, mm. um, who uh, to, to go ahead and remind you was while alive, he was dismembered at uh, a Saudi uh, embassy in Turkey. And we know for a fact that it was as high up as uh, uh the prince of the Saudi royal family gave like knew about it and gave the order and mm-hmm. Biden comes out saying, yeah, so we know for a fact that it was them and we're not going to do anything. <laughs> um, yeah. But you know, of course, like we're also saying how like black and brown lives matter as long as they're here, which is one of the, f- <laughs> the, the things that was funny was that the, um, with dropping bombs on Syria, the guy, uh, the super far left guy was saying how the problem with Trump for liberals in America was that he brought white supremacy here. He brought it home. Mm-hmm. They're completely okay with us being white supremacists <laughs> as long as it's not on our soil. Mm-hmm. And, and he looks at our foreign uh, policy as being extremely racist and white supremacist. Um, yet you won't see any sort of criticism of that. Because, I mean, like, for one, look at the way we interact with uh, any um, European um, belligerent who might go ahead and be getting mouthy with us compared to if, you know, uh, some brown people in uh, the sandbox do. Mm-hmm. You know, we got no problems going ahead and dropping bombs on, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, civilian uh, infrastructure over there. Right. Um so it's just like for me it's nice and refreshing to go ahead and not just hear that sort of criticism from one side but to also hear it from the other side and the one guy's from michigan so okay yeah you just uh opened me up to start thinking about some other shit because it's not to say that i don't care about that stuff but i haven't even thought about it because it's like I'm trying to clean up my own house. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't right. even think about other people's houses getting cleaned up yet. Cause I feel like our house still got to get cleaned up, but you got to kind of tackle it all together at some point. Cause you ain't lying. When the last time y'all bombed anything, <laughs> you know, that wasn't around uh, that middle East area. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
Right, I mean, like, uh, look at the way we go ahead and approach, you know, Russia. Yeah. And pussy. how different that is. Big <laughs> pussy when it comes to Russia. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and, and, and then I had seen this other thing um, uh, that was, and, and they've even gone ahead and talked about, um, like, they don't have a problem with identity politics inherently, just that um, our commercialism and capitalism sort of, like, wraps it all up. So break down got, identity politics. What's that? Um, I mean, like, uh, so Black Lives Matter is like a prime uh, um, example. Uh, example, <clears throat> yeah. Um, where like, uh, uh, my politics are based on my identity. I'm black, so okay. therefore, blah blah blah. Makes um, sense. The Makes KKK sense. is another example of identity mm. politics. <laughs> okay. You know, uh, LGBTQ, um, mm-hmm. um, and that sort of thing. Okay. I mean, obviously, I'm not saying Black Lives Matter and the KKK are the same. I know. Not saying and it's that. irritating <laughs> that you even got to break that down, but yes, I know. <laughs> right, but, but like the underlying philosophy is yeah, there's a I lot of similarities. Yep, but, I get um, you. Um, but yeah, so um, they don't inherently have a, like an issue with that because uh, essentially <laughs> like you're building solidarity um based off of a, a certain sort of trait now obviously far leftists prefer it to be based on class and that sort of thing like the workers uniting and all that jazz mm-hmm. um instead of based around race um or sexuality and all that but uh the problem is that in our capitalist environment the system goes ahead and subsumes those sorts of movements um, in order to monetize them. So you have Nike going ahead and saying Black Lives Matter. You have Disney saying Black Lives Matter. Meanwhile, they're going ahead and exploiting child labor mm-hmm. in <laughs> these, you know, countries. You know, uh, yeah. Healthy, me and Shonda have uh, been having that conversation a lot lately too. Like, <clears throat> how do you, how, you know how are we supposed? How are you supposed to feel when you know somebody is just saying something just to ride a wave, and they might they probably don't technically actually support what's going on you just don't want to be the company that doesn't support what's going on you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and you know it's uh it's hard to kind of navigate those feelings and those thoughts because i'll be kind of thinking like you got to start somewhere so i don't give a fuck if you support them or not or really uh because eventually you know it'll get so ingrained in you doing it that you'll be supporting it anyway you know probably um but on the other hand, it's like, I don't know, maybe all it, if you don't really support something, all it's going to take is for, you know, it's not built on nothing. So anything changes at all that goes the other way, you'll just jump off the ship, too. So um, it's a yeah, it's a it's a weird thing to think about and trying to kind of, you know, <clears throat> navigate through. Yeah, because I mean, like. Pandering is one thing, but it's a little bit different to me if like you're pandering here meanwhile you're exploiting black and brown uh individuals in other countries with like legitimate slavery (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean like um some of um like some of those mineral mines and stuff like that i mean that's actual human slavery going ahead and mining those minerals yeah um what the hell i just got a work email um Tell them you're podcasting, bro. The fuck? Oh, okay. All right. I, 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 th- I thought it was something neat and interesting and special, but it's not. <laughs> oh, okay, that's funny. 
And while you're talking about this, Jake, I want you to transition into the cryptocurrency somehow. That's your challenge. Continue. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I, so. Um, well, I'm sure it's much easier for you, Waz, because <laughs> you have a brain. But go ahead and imagine <laughs> trying to do this off of three brain cells, okay? Uh, it's a little difficult. That raggedy um, ass start taking them brain cells away, too, boy. You got three now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> man. That's, I mean. But uh, um, let's see here. So exploitation of uh, minorities and stuff like that, right? Uh, we'll look at uh, Elon Musk and um, that uh, that failed military coup in what Bolivia in order to uh, get lithium mining rights and the exploitation of a uh, you know South Americans. Uh, that we've been doing and Elon Musk, uh, when he's not going ahead and uh, signing uh, um, contracts with Turkey to go ahead and bomb more, more uh, um, Armenians and, uh, you know, civilian infrastructure. And uh, when he's not exploiting, uh, um, you know, Hispanics down in South America, he's going ahead and uh, uh, tweeting about Dogecoin. <laughs> Jake. This is why do I not hear about this shit that you hear about, Jake? Where do you where do you get this information from, bro? Because when uh, you turn on the TV, every, Elon Musk is you know <laughs> you don't hear about I don't hear about this shit at least I don't hear about this motherfucker signing this stuff. We just hear about him having SpaceX and trying to get a spaceship to go to the moon and back in one piece and be reusable and trains that'll get you from point A to point B and. 30 seconds in LA and clean air shit and all the stuff he's trying to do, bro. And then you telling me that this guy's a warmonger. I'm trying to figure out where the hell you getting this damn information <laughs> from. See, I haven't well, heard any of that, but I've heard lots of people have like meh opinions of him just because of <clears throat> stuff he's tried to pull. Yeah. I mean, so he's, um, so SpaceX has, a. Uh, some contracts and uh elon himself uh met with uh erdogan of turkey um because um turkey wanted some satellites up in uh, some more satellites up in space for um location services um and um so there's a connection between that and like the guidance systems of uh the drones that turkey uses um and then uh but essentially, they just pretty much gave him like satellites to put into his payload, so that next time his a uh, uh, ship went up in the air, go ahead and drop him off up in space. Um, but uh, I mean, he probably and, just saw that as free money, right? Um, right. I, don't I mean, know if I, that I, I, all that warmongering, but well, no. But then there, there, there was uh, um, the matter in Bolivia where they have. Uh, uh, some lithium rich mines and uh, a military coup um, failed um, if I remember correctly but uh, there is a lot of suspicion and talk about um, uh, Elon having connection because um, the I mean I don't know for Tesla's and their batteries lithium is really kind of sort of important and um, then and, and then he had <laughs> Like so, I I I can see it both ways because he had responded to the accusation with, "We'll coup whoever the hell we want to." <laughs> um, and I mean, I mean, the U.S. government has no problem going ahead and overthrowing uh, 
um, foreign governments and stuff like that. But um, especially for um, American businesses to profit off of. Um, but his, so he made it, that comment. Now, obviously, I could see it as a joke um, <laughs> and him just going ahead and trying to trigger people and that sort of thing. I don't think it makes sense for it to be like an actual legitimate admission of uh, guilt. <laughs> um, but uh, boy, is that poor taste. I mean, yeah. yeah it, the it, room, dog. <laughs> Definitely is, and I'm I'm like reading through this, and it makes sense that he probably just wants lithium. I don't. I think he's kind of like me, where where reading the room, like I feel like I'm kind of on the the spectrum, and I get that kind of feeling from him. So bad taste memes can come out of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Especially he when he spends that much time batteries. on Twitter. Yeah, that boy be escape, don't. <clears throat> Yeah, so that that was uh, and and now he's tweeting about Dogecoin and uh, um, <laughs> you know, he's been tweeting about uh, Bitcoin. That's nothing new for him. Yeah, but that's my segue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the much easier like one was the intrinsic value in things. <clears throat> oh, shut the hell up, Moz! <laughs> you and your your damn thirty brain cell uh, uh, segues over there. All right, just shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> 30 brain cell segways go crazy uh, he's got tenfold on me Hell it's yeah. just not fair that's like he got the rainbow robe of segways <laughs> <laughs> go ahead um so ask him what you was going to ask him buddy um i mean i don't know have we talked much about cryptocurrency on here yeah we, mm-hmm. a couple of, we got we got deep not, uh not deep we had a good couple like two conversations about it god damn i'm smack yeah you are um <laughs> Oh wait! I don't want to say that. I don't want to you don't. Out of me. That's crazy that you just let that slide out your mouth, and uh, it continues. That's nasty. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, Jake likes doing that. <laughs> yes, we because I asked Wazzy to explain Bitcoin to me along uh, uh, like probably twenty episodes ago because I just didn't even understand how how you could get Bitcoin and Bitcoin farming. So you he had broke down the whole. Um, what farming does, how you get the uh, money from farming, you know, off the transactions, fees and shit. And, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, we've had a couple conversations, but right. nothing, nothing, nothing too crazy. I mean, Wazi, I guess if you, if you, if you had to break it down in a very simplistic way, like does, uh, uh, does a cryptocurrency actually have any value or is it just that we all agree that, we're going to value something at a certain level. Yeah, it's 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 kind of a valuation of computing power is the best way that that because yeah, a a single bitcoin at its core has no value. It's what people will pay for it, which is why I've always said it's a volatile market and I was a mine something and sell it immediately so I knew exactly what I could get. Um but it's like we're, we're, we're seeing now with stock markets. And there's a reason there's a heavy correlation between stock markets and, and crypto in that it's a how much will you pay for this thing? It's a supply and demand. And the reason Bitcoin goes up as we find more, which is kind of counterintuitive when you're like, oh, we're finding yeah. more. Should be a right? Down. Yeah. The, the easiest technical way is imagine you had to solve for one and then solve for two and then solve for three and then solve for four if the equation was find the root of 
When you get right. up to 10,000, getting the root of 10,000 takes much longer than getting the root of two, which is technically impossible, but that's a different thing. And then going from 10,000 to 10,001 is a giant gap too. Um, right, because that ledger is getting longer, right? Mm -hmm. And stuff, and the, the block's getting longer. So, and, and okay. So yeah, I was, that was going to be one of my questions was about inflation and the increase of Bitcoins, but it's objectively more difficult to mine. So, mm -hmm. mm, okay. And because it's harder to get new Bitcoin, people will spend more money because they want part of that. Um, and the whole idea of blockchain is, is also huge. The idea that there is no quote unquote true source. All sources are true sources. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, which is a lot of why people haven't been able to like steal Bitcoin unless you have the, the, the computer. You don't see a tax on a Bitcoin address because you'd have to basically force hack the entire wallet. Um, so it's a much harder thing. Like, like if, I'm, if I wanna deposit $1,000 into my bank account, I can go to fitthird.com, put in my info and hit deposit a thousand. In theory, somebody in between me and that server could intercept my pack and say, no, I actually give it to this account. Mm -hmm. Because of how Bitcoin works, that can't happen. Because you'll have one person saying, hey, look, I found that Bitcoin. You'll have 14 other people being like, no, this guy found it. So the one guy who tried to fake it is going to automatically be you know, that, that, that data is going to be like, all right, it's bad data. I don't like it. The 14 that in Bitcoin, I think it was like 32. No. Anyways, those people are, they're all in, they have the same data. So it's like those 14 are correct. The one is wrong. Right. Which then, uh, <clears throat> um, I mean, could be hypothetically thwarted with a 51% attack. Right. But that still has tons of issues um, with actually. I was watching a video yesterday. I was saying like, yeah, sure. Like you could spend a ton of money to get 51% of what, what would you call it? The computing hash rate distribution or. Well, so you wouldn't get 51% of the hash rate distribution. You'd actually have to send a confirmation of my account found the next Bitcoin because like, so, so, so again, going back to the, the, the numbering, um, imagine we don't know what the calculation is, but we know the answer is 10,001. We have to find the right calculation based off of the starting number to get 10,001. And there's yeah. only one solution. Well, there's probably more than one just because of new, new uh, numbers, but yeah, there's one solution and you'd have to have, a lot of people saying, yeah, I found this, but then those computers also have to verify that that is correct. So you can't just uh, kind of send it. in. Uh, is internet shitting itself? Uh, uh, no consensus podcasting did do a little blinky thing just now, but it's all good. Uh, okay. I have problems with my network, I guess. Damn it. Wazzy. Oh, let me see. Wazzy. All right, um, I'll keep talking, you. nerd. <laughs> uh, I forgot where I was. As soon as I, 
Okay. Uh, well, um, is your network good? No, but I, I mean, I'm not uploading or downloading anything. It's just wow being wow. Uh, maybe it's better now. Um, where, where, where was I? Uh, well, we were talking about fifty-one percent attacks, oh. and uh... yeah, it it would be a lot of work, and the amount of work you'd have to get for one Bitcoin likely isn't worth the computing power to try to falsify it. Mm-hmm. It'd be easier just to mine it and find it. Right. The uh, the the distribute or the distributed Bitcoin networks are pools essentially. So you have a hundred, a thousand, ten thousand computers, all trying to find the same um, uh, hash essentially. But everybody connected to that pool, depending on how much work they've submitted, will get a portion of that Bitcoin. So mm-hmm. if you have a hundred people mining on a pool and they find a Bitcoin. Just because you have 100 people doesn't mean each person only gets mm-hmm. 1%. It's based off of the computing power. So if I've got you know, my mining farm that I had a couple of years ago versus somebody who had a single card, I'm probably going to get roughly four times the amount that they would. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, that was it. It's not like I just um, off of... Something just like tearing it apart, and I got four percent, and he got one percent of it. it. Just sounds scary. Like we should make a Bitcoin horror flick of just Bitcoins just getting farmed and ripped apart. Oh wow, man! Like, why you got me so violent about <laughs> I don't know, it? No, that's what that's just the that's the th- the thought that I came at. One Bitcoin, and then a hundred motherfuckers just surrounded it, just ripping it into pieces. <laughs> that is kind of how it it works. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I mean, I guess, uh, can are as far as you're aware, can Those all cryptocurrency? I'm I'm working on it, Mike. I got a very very limited vocabulary. Uh, but yeah, many words as brain cells. <laughs> as far as you're aware of, three are all <laughs> cryptocurrencies uh, poolable, like. Like, or are there some that are actually specifically designed that you can't go ahead and mine them in a pool? The idea, as far as as I know, for all of the the algorithms, and most of the algorithms are kind of based off of versions of other algorithms, it's a iterative process. So you start at the beginning and work your way up. So what the pools do is they'll, they'll send each computer a giant chunk of what to do next. So the pools are kind of the instruction manual that gets sent. Um, But I can't think of anything that is a one-to-one, there is no iterative process or there is no way to distribute it. Because, you know, if you're using something like a GPU to calculate something, it can be distributed because that's the benefit of the GPU as it's got. I think current ones have like current cards of, I can't remember, but you know, in thousands of CUDA cores. Mm. So your, your, your CPU may have 12 or 16 or whatever, but your GPU is going to have orders of magnitude higher, which is why they're used. Yeah. And I was reading a little bit about, um, a six and, um, what are they? FPGAs. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I know that, so, like, the reason I kind of asked about the, the crypto uh, or the, the pooling thing is that I know that there's some currencies that can't, like, an ASIC isn't going to, like, there's not, I, I, I can't think of how to put it. But there like, are there are mutable hashes where, and I, I think that's kind of what, what you're getting at, where it's not everything is plus four, minus two, plus four, minus two. It could the 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 next algorithm could be based off of the value of the previous result, in which case an ASIC isn't going to work because the ASIC is going to do one thing very very well, but it's it's going to do one order, mm. whereas an FPGA okay. technically could do that, but it would have to re it it it'd have to re hardwire itself essentially. F, uh, FPGAs are essentially software hardware. So you can update its hardware by giving it new software. Mm, okay. how it it re reroutes all of the innards. Like software-defined hardware? <laughs> Pretty much. Hmm. Um, okay. Uh, Good information. Yeah, so... Um, <clears throat> now, you were, you were mining Ethereum Classic? I was doing... So I... Uh, I did Ethereum Classic. I did some BT Cash, but the majority of my stuff. Well, so different cards are better for for different algorithms. So I had my AMD cards doing Ethereum, and then I had my Nvidia cards doing uh, Feather Coin, which was a R16, which means it's 16 random algorithms that are used to create each one. So each each order is different, and that was. To, to to go against a6 and all that kind of stuff okay um so i um one of my questions is so why did was it simply that sort of reasoning why you chose those coins or was there anything about like uh i don't know some like the philosophical like precepts of cause like I, I, i've read a little bit about the the fork between ethereum and ethereum classic so like did you have any stake in those claims like thinking like well this is superior or just this is what i can do best i, I was doing 100 percent based off of profit uh, profitability i basically had i had taken a program and modified it to change what coin it was mining based off of the last 12 hour probability or profitability i believe oh wow um so it was mainly that it was just it automatically ran the, uh, the 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 programs knew what what the hash rate I would get so it could calculate out how much I would earn based off of the current hash rate and the current price of the coin and it would do that and with pools there's something called pool hopping where somebody could jump different pools depending on profitability and stuff mm -hmm. and to fight that a lot of the, the the pools also did length of time connected to that pool so if you connected and, and dropped as soon as that, that price went out, your percentage may actually just go away Damn. and be given to everybody else. Nice. Mm. So um, how often did that uh, like calculation, like the profitability run? Constantly. Oh, okay. So I mean, it, it, it was running on a, on a loop, essentially. It was, it was a, a PowerShell script that could run programs. Mm. So, um, I mean... I would, I don't know, like, obviously this is, like, a stupid way to think about it, but, like, like you know, like, things having inertia and, like, having to, like, get going, like, was there downtime if, like, you switch quickly from, like, mining mm -hmm. one currency to another one? 
Yeah, that that was actually part of why I did a 12-hour rolling average is because the original program was switching too often based off of profitability. Okay. And with the pool hopping stuff in place, if you get demerited for, you know, jumping different coins constantly, then I don't want to do that either. So I would do a run up of the last 12 hours and then every couple minutes or so it would see if anything was higher or lower and um I could usually see when stuff was rising up and when it switch over, but I, I definitely wasn't the most, uh, it wasn't the most efficient way, but it was the best way that that made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, do you ever, like, did you, did you, or do you like really care much at all about like the, um, underlying, um, like coding of of the cryptocurrencies and like the philosophy behind it. I mean, like for example, you know, you got Monero, which is super like privacy centric. Like, are there? Do you follow that sort of stuff, or was it strictly profitability? Um, and are there any uh, cryptocurrencies that like really interest you from like a, a philosophical sort of perspective? If that makes sense. I I did like the the idea of Monero coin being more more anonymous than other coins. They're, they're all kind of anonymous, you know, by mm-hmm. design, but no, it was, for me, it was purely interest. Um, seeing what the algorithms were, think, seeing that things like, again, Feathercoin, which used 16 different algorithms in a random order, depending on the hash, it was mostly just entertainment for me. It was entertainment for me that happened to be profitable after a little while, because I fell in right at the right time. Um, would you say that there's like any coins that are like, I don't know. I, I did a little bit of research and I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm like, I don't know how profitable some of this stuff is, mm-hmm. you know, like you could definitely be running at a, um, like be hemorrhaging money. It looks like, uh, unless you got like an ASIC or whatever, um, in some of these situations, but like, is there still like a really good profitability for mining? If, uh... if there I'm has like, to be with the with the price people are paying. Like I'm I'm selling two of my old cards that I spent 150 and 175 dollars for, and they both went up for over 300. Mm-hmm. So there 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 must be be profitability, but I wonder how much of, of electricity people play into that profitability and not realize that 700 kilowatt hours is kind of a decent chunk of change. Yeah, you're yeah. Not looking at the electric bill, you saying? Yeah, or you know, it's kids not yeah. not worrying about their electric bill because it's their parents paying. Right. I don't right. think it's apartments and stuff too. Yeah, yeah, apartments, especially if the utilities are included there, right? Uh, that was an interesting thing reading a little bit about, but yeah, because I mean, it started to interest me. Um, they might and think you selling weed in that bitch. Oh, well, that's a funny you. thing. See, you. <laughs> see you farming no. cryptocurrency. I'm just mining <laughs> blunt coins. It's not hydroponics, I swear. <laughs> but like, I've been getting like a little interested in it and um and stuff. And yeah, I was looking at some of those calculators for like what your hash rate is and uh the the power that you're draining and. And, and all that jazz, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'd be making any sort of profit. I'm not, like, really looking to, like, make 
a lot of money or anything like that. It's well, it's a neat, interesting thing to explore. <laughs> Similar to you, just not nearly as in depth because you know, again, three brain cells. But <laughs> uh, when it One like, thing, I, I think a lot of people actually. I I, I don't want to say I think. I would hope a lot of people are mining during the hours when energy is cheaper. I was doing 24 hour for mining mining. You can also do it for efficiency where it's a lower hash rate because it's a lower power. And then if you do that from what is it? 9 PM to 6 AM electric electricity for a lot of people is half or a quarter of the price. So mm-hmm. it, I wasn't smart about it. I just, it was a hobby. So the value of it didn't play as much as my own entertainment and interest. Yeah. So Wazzy just had a uh, money bags over here and he was mm. willing to go ahead and just burn it. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I started out from the uh, card I had in my machine and worked my way up mm-hmm. to yeah, six cards. Yeah. Well, well, and I guess, uh, um, I think I'm like running out of questions, but like this, Wazi, maybe you can help me understand this. Like, <laughs> I've I've actually overheard some people talk about like, oh no, I don't mine crypto, I trade it though, and um, I know that there's all those exchanges and stuff, um, and and I know that you can also go ahead and like invest money. I mean, you can invest money in gold, silver, and like in us dollars and and all that sort of thing none of that makes i mean the gold (laughs) makes sense to me (laughs) but investing like going ahead and investing in the the us dollar doesn't make sense to me investing in bitcoin but i'm not mining it doesn't really make sense to me can so there is a difference like i i agree with you and i don't i don't understand the whole index system like how all of that brings in profit and i i 100 agree what most of those people are doing is they're getting an online wallet and they're buying the the, the, the crypto so they aren't investing in a they're 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 buying the, the the stock rather than playing the index so you can uh i can't remember what what site i used but th- there's a site that will convert cash to bitcoin or ethereum or whatever you want yeah like coinbase yeah coinbase is what i used um and in that you are actually buying the, the the cryptocurrency. You you can go in and find out your wallet address and send from that wallet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think most of those people are calling that investing when it's buying, whereas the indexes would be investing. Okay, yeah. See, that makes much more sense <laughs> to me, and that's why I was like wondering, like, are you actually just trading U.S. dollars for a cryptocurrency, and then you know, like, say. Um, you know, Bitcoin, and then you're trading that for Litecoin and and what have you. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but like, yeah, yeah I, I just went. On I agree big, with you. I just went on this Coinbase right now. They even got all the prices on here too for mm-hmm. the real time. Bitcoin fifty thousand dollars, then <laughs> Ethereum sixteen hundred, and then everything after that just kind of jumps around. Litecoins and the Binance Coin, Tether, Polkadot. Some random boy. Oh, there's and it's so funny there's that you said Bitcoin Cash. It's so funny that you was talking about the blockchain shit too. And it's so funny we talking about this at all because they got that um um it's a Silk Road movie coming out um mm. on Netflix, I think. 
Um, and you know, it's the documentary about all the tour shit and uh <clears throat> that my man's got into. And <laughs> and, <laughs> and they you know, they was using Bitcoin on there, um, you know, early on. So uh I'm I'm probably gonna watch that too just to see what it's all about. I'm trying to see exactly what uh what is coming on. Uh Drugs, death, and a dark web. <laughs> uh, well, I guess going from there, um, what's going on March 19th? So on March 19th, if, if, if anybody's been following all of the fun stock stuff going on, mm-hmm. uh, let me pull up the actual name. Um, there... I think it's called the quadruple witching hour, if I remember correctly, but there's an overlapping event every month on the third Friday of every month where put options, call options, and two other things I'd have to to, to look them up. And I'm working based off of memory, so who knows how much of this is accurate. But essentially, probably. Essentially, there's a whole lot of pushes where people who have puts and calls are going to have to cover those or start paying very, very high fines. Unfortunately for hedge funds, high fines only means like a million or 2 million. So it's like whatever. But when you have 143 million shares that you then have to cover on, (laughs) um, they have to pay up. And then on top of that, there's naked shorting. So uh, when hedge funds have to cover, Usually those stocks don't actually exist. They have to buy these stocks so that they can give it back to who they borrowed it from. And that is where the squeezes happen essentially is hedge funds, hedge funds or shorts being forced to buy out the um, shares that are out there. And that'll what will, that's what will drive the squeezes. So that's hilarious. It'll be about a week after this episode comes out that, that, Money could either be made or we'll have <laughs> another Michigan snowpocalypse where every weather station is like, it's the worst snow ever. And we get like a, a quarter inch. Yeah. <laughs> well, and hell, this last week has been interesting, you know, going ahead and seeing that price went from what, 40 to 150, 180? Uh, for it what? went from 40 to 210 in after hours one day. Oh, yeah. Down to one GameStop. Uh, GameStop. Oh, damn. Um, drop down to 125 <clears throat> and lower. I personally follow AMC um, just because if no if no squeeze ever happens, it's not a bad investment anyways. Because um, mm-hmm. it's going to go up to at least where you know around where sign mark is, which is I think at 25. So worst case, I have to wait a year and then I triple my money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which you know why not? Right, and especially, I mean, especially if, like, sure, there's treating it like a casino, uh, the stock market, and um, just trying to profit and simply looking at the percentage and stuff like that. But then there's actual, like, investing, right? And, mm-hmm. like, if you are going to the movie theater and stuff, why not own a little stake in it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I, my, my, my plan, if things do go off, is after I've made money, throw it back into, like, ETFs and, you know, actually take my original investment, put that back in my bank account. So I'm net neutral. And then yeah. I have X amount of dollars that I can do whatever I want in the market and actually invest. Mm-hmm. And, uh, cause I, cause 
I always chase stuff that just the, 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 the whole FOMO thing really hits me hard. Um, so I want to not do that and deal with like actual investing and not looking at charts every day and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Just letting money grow and check on it once a week. Cool. Can yeah. Help yeah, me set up an investment account. Yeah, no problem. We'll, we'll actually share your screen right now. No, we'll do that no. right now. Just type in your information. No, we're you know not doing I, that. I, I will send you a Weeble invite link so that I can get two, two free stocks for you or okay. from you. Okay, for sure. That's what you're using, Weeble? You rock with it? I feel um, like you said that before, but I think you said you were still trying to get out of your Robin Hood before you switched over, yeah. so I wasn't sure. Well, I, I still have both. I don't have strong feelings for either. I use Weeble because that was what my brother had. And, you know, I just wanted something that some people knew. And then I found out that it was kind of CCP, not owned, but a lot of funding from, from China. So I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I'll probably stick with them just because I don't care enough. <laughs> but right. if, if there's a like, like Robinhood, I want to get away with because there was shady shit. During all of the AD testimonies, Vlad just kind of sat there and stalled and tried to not answer questions. And that well, was a child of just Bulgaria. Just like a Vlad, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I don't, unless you're super concerned about your money potentially going to some Chinese company, which if you're buying anything, it probably is anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, like a Supreme sweater. <laughs> yeah, this this is fresh off the motherfucking boat, dog. For sure. But yeah. All right, um, boys. Oh wait, you got well, some? Well, well, yeah, go ahead, uh, go just ahead. real quick. Um, now, but Wazi, earlier you had mentioned um, some interesting. All right, so yeah, two things. So <laughs> you had mentioned that there was interesting things that you were noticing going on with the volume. With GameStop, right. could you would you mind elaborating? Um, so it, it was for AMC, and I was looking at like today. So a lot of pe- people will talk about volume, as in you know how much action is going on in a stock, and typically high volume means high uh, um, volatility. But then when you look into it further, you actually have selling volume and you have buying volume. Um, for example, we've had days where there was more buying volume in dollars, but the price still dropped, which is kind of not how it should work. Um, uh, volume in a whole has been thrown around a lot, especially in the kind of stock trading current meme stock game. Um, and it's buying, it's really buying volume that you want for the price to go up, but um volume for example today was very low and there were some giant dips that kind of the amount something drops in comparison to to, to the volume so if something drops 10 percent and there's no news about that that's weird type of thing mm. uh, it didn't go down to 10 percent quite but um it, it's that kind of idea where things aren't matching up and things and again, I don't, I don't know a whole lot about stocks. I'm just, I'm going based off of what I can gather for, from other people and sift through and understand myself. But when selling 
when there's more selling than buying in a day and then we go up that day mm. it could be other i mean it could be a positive for i'm going to say us meaning the not melvin capital and shorters it could be another uh money or market maker throwing a million dollars in type of thing just at the right time or knowing how somebody else's uh trading will work okay interesting so lastly with this uh um invest in me (laughs) (laughs) invest in us this podcast spring 2020 or 2021 what oh 2020 for sure this 2021 yeah god damn what year is it boys yeah we'll we'll get to the spring in a second here but uh uh so uh just real quick um with this quadruple witching hour that we're not going to invest in Mike. Um, <laughs> no, um, not me, me and my homies, the no consensus podcast. I got a million dollars. to just throw away at these bum ass stocks and lose them. Throw it into something that's going to matter. Something that's changing the motherfucking world. Something that's taking it to the next place, boy. And we, and uh, when I say invest, I mean, give, cause we're not giving it back. <laughs> it's a grant. <laughs> I will give you back. Wh- whoever is is listening, I will give back to you. Okay, you, you get back. Oh, I'll get back too. Wait, I'll get back. <laughs> uh, all the listeners on Spotify are really confused, and they're not going to get the message from Mike. But um, so with this quadruple witching hour, I assume that the price could go up pretty high. I just pulled now, my balls out. So if you want to see that, go from Spotify to YouTube, and then get, get, the, get the view. And uh, I can't remember what the uh, uh, the price is at now. Uh, I think it clo- uh, GME, for example, closed at yeah one twenty four ninety eight. Blue glow on your face right now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so with this quadruple uh, witching yeah. hour thing, possibility right, a, a thing from I'll just read this quickly, and it it might help. I don't know. I'm just reading ahead. Quadruple witching occurs on the third Friday of the month every quarter. In March, June, okay, so it's once every three months, which is why this one is big, mm. and re- re- refers to, to the simultaneous expiration of single stop, uh, single stock options, single stock futures, stock index options, and stock index futures. The single stock options are are what are, are every Friday. This one does tons of other stuff that have to get covered. Okay, um, so I mean. I assume that this all means that this price could go ahead and take us to the moon. Um, to the moon. Possibly. I mean, on, on March, it could be a dollar. It could be $10. It could be $20. It could be $100. It could be a billion dollars. Nobody really knows because it's, it's the, the market is kind of a different beast now, especially with, with more re retail trading going in and um, it's possible. They, Anybody going to do to fuck it up, though? Right. But but so with it being 125 to round up right now, do you think it would be absolutely fool? I mean, obviously, if if you need the money to go ahead and pay your bills, you shouldn't be put in and you shouldn't be buying any stock. <laughs> Are you asking how much money would you play with at most? Well, like, 
He's asking, would you sell the shit now or would you wait until no, what's it called? I, well, no, no, no. I mean, obviously, like, obviously, if you own something now, I wouldn't. I, I don't think it'd be wise to sell. You, you would definitely wait to see what happens, because um, I think it's probably got a much greater possibility of going up higher um, than for it to drop. But um, what I'm saying is, like, so obviously, people like there's people who bought at like three fifty mm-hmm. <laughs> and like are kind of like. Damn it! I was too I, late I, for the I, game. I, I accidentally did a market buy for for the game stock or for for the game stock. Game stop stock. It kills us all. Uh, <laughs> so it was I, it was accidentally fifty bucks above just because of the like exact millisecond I happened to hit the button, and then that went down to eighty seven, and I sold it because I'm just like, all right, whatever. I'm dumb. I just don't. I'm I'm, I'm out of this. Um, I feel GME is overvalued with the current information we have from, I mean, like they are making, they are moving forward. There's uh, the, the Chewy guys that came in and the Amazon guys that came in. They, they could turn their company into the gaming version of Newegg, which is where they probably should go. Um, Is it, but they haven't done no, Newegg is just computer parts, and a lot of it is like B two B. Yeah, I'm thinking about fuck, uh, something else, Green Man Gaming. Oh yeah, that is gaming, but mm-hmm. that's just software. Yep. Um, yeah, but I, I would love to see GameStop be an esports, you know, center where it there was a gaming focus around it. If you watch their live stream, you get a code for ten percent off. You know. There's a lot of things they could do, but get my man in the office, bro. What are y'all doing? Well, it was, yeah, but so I mean, do you still think like 125? It's like too high that like what is likely to happen. You're probably not going to profit. You'll probably you might profit, but like oh, it's should not I buy some? Risk. Should I buy some? Yeah, if, should Mike go ahead and buy a GME? <laughs> I I personally am not buying any GME at the current price. Mm-hmm. If it goes down to the 40, 50, maybe 60, I'll think about it. Um, but I don't, I think it's overvalued. I'm not saying a squeeze can't happen and I'm not saying people won't make tons of money on it and they will. I just, I like careful risk, which again, AMC, I know worst case, I could sell it now I'm up a hundred bucks to 200 bucks somewhere in there six months from now world opens back up they're going to go up to 15 20 25 bucks um so they're undervalued which is why i kind of put my money into them so i wouldn't personally buy for gme right now um so it hits that double digits back down there yeah like mid double but make double 40 to 60s where i max sauce yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I'm I'm not disputing the fact that it's definitely overvalued, um, but uh, like, <laughs> yeah, to say it like that, but that was fine. <laughs> but but like, uh, you know, I just I, just because it's overvalued, obviously, doesn't mean that um can't take it to the moon. Um, uh, it's to just pretty much what like I'm getting at. But we'll we'll but, roll on here. Like, yeah, it's overvalued. There's a if it's overvalued and there is a market correction, you lose money. If it's undervalued right. and there's a market correction, you gain money. So right. I'm going to go the one where I gain money, not the one where I lose money. Right. 
But if the if if it's overvalued and the market just goes insane, <laughs> if the market is a bunch of uh, chimpanzees, oh. <laughs> apes, mm-hmm. yeah. At the same time, do you feel bad about not buying that that lottery ticket when it could have been a five hundred million dollar winner, or not getting that right number? I you know do because the motherfucker got that bitch from Kroger in Livonia. I'm like, damn, I'll be at the Livonia Kroger like. <laughs> Y'all ain't yeah. seen that? The Mega Millions was from like a Kroger out in... I yeah, I heard was... something about that. I don't know, man. Like, I mean, like... All right, if you heard something about it when I said it, fucking respond, bitch. Like, don't just sit there quiet. What like, the fuck? oh, yeah. Yeah, like, no, you just fucking Irish sitting there quiet and shit. Of, uh, got me the Midwest. sitting there looking retarded. Oh, we had an album, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, forget Livonia. Let's go, uh, let's go to this album. Urban uh, uh, fauna? Is that what it was? No, or urban fornication, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that, that, that new uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper joint, right? <laughs> red Hot Chili Pepper. The new Red Hot Chili Pepper joint is crazy. <laughs> All right. Um, urban flora. Uh, Alina Baraz. Oh, what's going on here? Oh, shit, I fucked um jesus christ nice um i broke down this bad boy here y'all um because i love this project um i came across this randomly on like a new music friday a long time ago um and i was just in one of those moves where i was like i need to find i need to hear something different so i just was listening to people's stuff and uh I think uh, "Make You Feel" was the one of the song that was on there, and I was like, "Damn, this is vibey." Um, so I just jumped on the project, um, and like I said two weeks ago, th- I wanted this to be the breakup between before I get into like the old hip hop shit that I want to get into because it's gonna be some good lyric breakdowns and um, you know trying to navigate. Uh, I kind of want to go on a journey with both of y'all in this in in that hip hop thing. So I want to, I want that to be a continuous thing. So I'm about to break it up right now with two. This one and the next one I do is just not nothing like that. <laughs> um. So uh. Yeah. When this dropped, I literally listened to this only on repeat for like a month, y'all. Like this, it was just banging in the crib. You can actually line it. This one we stayed in our apartment. I was taking baths with this shit on. Like it just, <laughs> I was, it was really stressful. I don't remember what was going on, but I was just really stressed at the time. And this, this project just really helped with that stress. And with this, with, uh, the way my year started off and shit last year too, this, I like going back to albums like this, that I know helped me with, you know, stressful times, help me take my mind off of shit and just get to vibe out with it. Um, because, um, this, this is a joint project too with Gallimatius and, uh, uh, I actually listened to some of their stuff too, and it's all over the place a little bit, but they got good, they got good, uh, stuff and they do some collabs too, but, um, just her voice. I love it. The, they, they production on here is crazy to me. Um, and lyrically she like goes all over the place. Like she got a wide range of lyrical content, content from, you know, um, uh, 
some of the stuff is like relationship stuff. Some of the stuff is sexual shit. Some of the stuff is uh, uh, just like a be free and live your life type of uh, uh, concept. So and but the forefront of this ain't the fucking lyrics. It's just the vibe. So I figure y'all should check this out. And, uh, you know, if y'all was going through some stressful times, let it kind of relax your bodies. My body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Well, well, sorry, I wasn't looking. Were, were you wanting to go? No. Oh, okay. I was just trying to fill space because it was quiet. No, we can fill some spaces, but <laughs> you call me fat. Well, <laughs> I, I have to tell you, but <laughs> I, I'm struggling to go ahead and get the uh, track list up here myself um you don't see I it just... in the, what's it called oh well yeah. yeah well now i look <laughs> now that i open my eyes mike when you put it that way uh that boy brace sales boy that raggedy ass tear you up bro well bro i gotta piss so bad that like i all just right, got water right. in my eyes we'll, I do we'll a take a break go ahead okay Whew. um <laughs> so rick flare it up <laughs> I about did a big one, man. But uh, I hope you did so, flare up. <laughs> I was I was trying to look up the track list before it was uh, uh, revealed to me that Wazzy the Wazard has done it for me. Um, but while doing that, it was good um, because uh, I I did not look this up. I didn't. I mean, I didn't do any sort of research. Uh, I'm I'm a bum, um, but uh, I didn't know where to place her or this or anything. But um, I just found out that uh, this uh, Alina Baraz's ass uh, uh, is Russian. Mm. Um, I didn't know what she was, but she bad though. I didn't know what she was. <laughs> yeah, uh, so apparently she's Russian, and then this uh, uh, Galakamakis. Um, <laughs> Feller, <laughs> um, uh, it's revealed to me that a uh, 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 homeboy. I don't know. I, I, I like they got weird letters, um, but uh, is Danish. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's not the 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 vibes. Like I wouldn't have ever have guessed that a Danish Russian combo coming out with yeah. this boy, <laughs> dude. When uh. <laughs> when that cheese danish got a little something uh, in it <laughs> but uh danish there uh but yeah so i went ahead See, from and ohio put this... too yeah yeah cleveland yeah right i um, love you cleveland <laughs> yeah so I... russian jewish parents come on bro you leaving out some you breathing out some shit boy oh i i didn't i didn't see the the russian jewish but i mean like of course um <laughs> Um, I, I don't mean that as like a negative sort of thing at all. Just that, uh, um, the, the vast, like a, a lot of, uh, the, di- a lot of diaspora people tend to yeah. like come from certain sort of, so like if they're Russian diaspora, um, depends on when they came over, but like the Jews kind of got shit on over, and, uh, over there. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be <laughs> Russian Jews and uh, Ukrainian Jews and, and that sort of thing, you know, just because you get pooped on long enough, uh, you kind of want to move. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so put this bad boy on. 
I have no expectations because <laughs> um, I know it's coming from Mike. And uh, <laughs> though this is one of the few that I ha- hadn't listened, like wasn't familiar with. Um, you just got real low all of a sudden. I did? Yeah. Quiet. Oh, how about now? Am I good? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe my voice broke. I'm still going through puberty, I think. Uh, it's a decade-long process. Uh, I'm a low and slow sort of guy. I like how I uh, cook my ribs. But um, So, the first thing that caught my attention was the artwork. Um, the, the cover art there. And for me, what it immediately did was... Uh, um, made me think of like uh, that vaporwave aesthetic. So I'm like, okay, that's neat. What a, what a weird sort of coincidence. And then I hit play on a uh, show me and I'm like, yeah, no, like what the hell is this? Is this like, I, I mean, I, know, I, I probably am a latecomer to vaporwave and stuff. I don't know when it, I, I've never like researched it, but, uh, so I don't know when it started, but like, this is like some hardcore vaporwave aesthetic, and uh, um, boy, did I just love it! Um, uh, the music there that uh, uh, Gala cl- uh, Climax uh, <laughs> uh, went ahead and I don't know engineered uh, the uh, techno wizard. Um, oh boy, was uh, like just like a really like throughout the whole album just blowing me away um uh and, and then there was like on uh drift there's these like strings that came in mm-hmm. and uh that went ahead and like knocked me sideways i think i fell out of my chair there <laughs> um julia was asking what the hell was going on and but um uh <laughs> yeah all, all my comments here are like yeah this is vaporwave like where the hell why have I never heard this before? <laughs> uh uh track four, which is one, two, three, four. Ooh, fantasy. Yeah, fantasy. Um Yeah, uh that uh I don't know how to describe it. The piano on there um was really um upbeat. Mm-hmm. Um especially compared to like the um tracks that came before it and um i don't know uh i i don't know how to put it um at all but um what it would make me go ahead and compare it to like the piano made me think of uh anderson pock mm-hmm. um and and i just because i don't know that style of piano um right. but uh like because i want to say like jazzy but it's like a particular sort of jazz, I think, and all that yeah. jazz. But um, yeah, I can't tell you. I don't know because you're right. It is. It's got something. I don't know what. It is. <laughs> and then by maybe my, my, I have a single comment here. It's not in all caps. It says, "I hate how much I just love all of this." <laughs> so I, I, I don't. I don't have uh, a whole lot of substance other than that. Uh, I was not expecting vaporwave, uh, and really enjoyed it super cool um like oh for me it w- it was just like a super cool mellow chill vibe mm-hmm. um and yeah this is definitely something i i have to save and keep coming back to because um oh <laughs> it was funny because i put it on for julia um and 
she's like, oh, this is really nice. Like, where'd, where'd you hear that? Like, you know, like, what, like, make you come across this? I was like, oh, it's uh, the album Mike had, uh, sent us uh, to listen to. And she's like, oh, I'm like, what? She's like, how to how to feel about this? I feel like this is a like a Mike and Show's a sex making uh, <laughs> playlist right here. All of a sudden, I'm like, well, I mean, no, this is Julia. Rest assured, I did not bone my wife to Herba Flora. Um, it's actually funny you 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 say that, Jake, because <laughs> unless you have anything to to say, Mike, I'll go into my part. But. <laughs> Like one of the first images I had. Uh, oh, image! No, let me finish. Is a we don't want nightmare. you to finish. Let me complete my statement. The, the 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 mental image I got of the album as I was listening to it was like a date night in. Okay. Because like a lot of it was like sensual or playful, kind of sweeping. Um, I loved it. It was. It it's a. A lot of the 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 songs on there are going to be like radio starters because it's a it's like a chill step with more lyrics so yeah. it's really cool and i really like the, the 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 chill step vibe that it has um the there's a band called called glitch, uh, glitch mob that, that does a lot of like vocal uh stuff and, and a lot of that technique was in here um using distorted vocals as an instrument I mean, I'm I'm gonna go even less in. I'm I'm gonna change how I how I word that. <laughs> I'm not even going to go as far as Jake. And I just I listened to it and I loved it. It was it was a great album. The uh, chill step vibes, the the audio effects and processing were great. I have nothing bad I can say about it. It was great. Half of the songs were playful. Half had that sensual seductive kind of feel to them um yeah banger i just yeah i really appreciate the suggestion man like Mm -hmm. this is definitely like um you know julia's comment aside like uh (laughs) something like this and um the, the one album i had uh you guys listen to uh saturday um mm-hmm. by thievery corporation like i love playing that sort of stuff saturday mornings while making breakfast yep. and, um, that's, and that's what reminded some me because when i was re-uploading this stuff i'm like damn because i still throw on the thievery corp every now and again and i but when i seen it i'm like yeah i i think jake gonna fuck with this and i i knew you was gonna i, I thought both of y'all was gonna fuck with it just because we all liked that, that uh saturday uh project too but i'm glad you actually put a name on it because i really couldn't tell y'all what genre it is so the what you said was um what you say wave or was that what you said jake that's that that's what i was saying what you were saying wazi Uh, it's chill step with a lot of vocals in it where chill step normally doesn't have as many vocals and chill step is essentially just slowed down and sweeping dubstep so it's it, it still has that chaotic nature, but it's very melodic and it's at its yeah. core. And this is how I think these are the type of collaborations that I like. Um, because first of all, this is new age. They met on the internet and liked each other's work and, and, and sat down and made a project. So, and it came out super clean. The vibe was right. And it's not forced, right? Like, you know, some people, I like your stuff. I like your stuff. 
All right, Jake, I might like your stuff. You might like my stuff, but our stuff, we might just not uh, mesh together, bro. And that's fine. Right. But people will force that issue sometimes and it come out being, you know, some bullshit. Um, this was like a match made in heaven. It feels like to me when I heard the project, um, this is how you should be doing projects. If you're going to do a joint project and you meet somebody online and I prefer the um, artist producer collab much more over than the, the two artists collaboration that they do a lot of times in hip hop, uh, as mm. well. Like if, uh, you got one dude that's completely focused on the beats and the production and you got one person completely focused on the lyrics and the songwriting, and then y'all come together after y'all make it. And then we all in the studio, y'all can vibe together. It's just a better feeling because you, one, I'll tell y'all from experience, you just don't have to worry about, there's a lot of shits you don't got to worry about because that's your lane. This is my lane. And then when we get together, we can't we 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 just in step with each other. Whereas you do like these joint projects with artists. All right. Now, who on the first verse? Who on the second verse? All right. How many times have you had a first verse over me? How are we going to start it? How are we going to end it? What's the concept? How many of your concepts are we going to use? How many of my concepts are we going to use? Who doing the hook? Because if I'm doing the hook now, I'm. Uh, usually go get more percentage on the song than you because they're going to hear my voice more like that shit just gets a little irritating <laughs> at times where it doesn't have to be when people really do work together. Well, it turns out well, but for the most part, I just, I like this way. <laughs> and especially I like it when it's uh, a, a chick who can sing fucking amazingly. Her um, voice was Yeah. And a dude who just, who, who got the perfect beats together. And what I was saying earlier about the lyrics is that it's it's like old R&B, whereas today's R&B, all they say is like, <laughs> they say straight up, I'm trying to fuck, right? Like old R&B used to, used to have game, bro. Like they was, <laughs> they was, they was telling you they want to fuck, but it was like in slick ways, dog, that you could play it on the radio still and have us dumbasses singing the shit at 10 years old, not know what it mean. And then peaches and cream. I'm like, I'm saying that shit at 10, bro. Like, what does that mean? Dog? Like y'all, y'all had this subtlety, subtlety. Y'all had these bars in R&B that just seemed to be a little forgotten. And she kind of brought that back in here where, you know, there's a lot of sexual content, but she ain't just saying fuck me in the songs or I want to fuck you. She's saying, you know, it's it's a whole type of imagery that she kind of put together in a lot of these tracks. That's I just I just appreciate as a songwriter myself. <laughs> All right, Jake, one more time. What, what were their names? Um, um, Alina Barass. Um, <laughs> And yeah, it's Galapagos. <laughs> right, right. right. Yeah. And and their their album's name is Rural Fauna. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you a lot for this album, Alina Barass. <laughs> Mike and Galapagos Islands. <laughs> so, so Mike, what's the spring twenty twenty one thing? Oh, oh shit. Uh, I'm dropping if you're not a, gonna pimp yourself, I'll pimp you. Nah, I'm dropping a uh, project, Starter Spring, lo-fi hip hop beats, uh, rapping over lo-fi hip hop um, beats. It was something Do you I use started. A ring light? Huh? Do you guys use a ring light at all? Nah, not <laughs> not on. He, I, I gave him a picture with this light in it. This bad boy that Wazzy gave, but I guess just drawing the ring light in there was a little easier. I'm not going to be mad at it. I liked it. The whole image, he, he killed the rest of it. 
Um, well, I mean, okay. What? I was uh, the, I was thrown back to like. Oh that, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I knew. Okay, my bad. Okay, yes, okay. I understand. You. I was expecting back to your a chuckle. Mask. It was a- <laughs> not for you to go ahead and be. There we go. That's all I was looking for. Oh, Jake, you're is- you're comical. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm just, uh, it was something I was working on before Pops passed. Um, I let him hear, like, some of the beats and stuff. He really enjoyed it and liked it. Um, So now I just feel like I got to kind of really knock this out for him. Uh, So a lot of it's going to be dedicated to him. And it's just, everybody, most people, you know, if you aren't on it, lo-fi hip-hop is just some chill shit, like, uh, chill beats that play in the background while people studying and shit but i'm about to put some vocals over a few beats i'll probably do like seven but the object is to make my voice not make my voice still kind of be a part of the beat so that you can just play the songs while you're still doing shit and you ain't got to really pay attention to me but when you do pay attention to me i want you to be like oh shit he was he was spitting in this month <laughs> you know so it can have a it, like it's why i wanted to pass the vibe check for wazi but then also satisfy my uh, hip hop heads uh, afterwards as well, which is a little hard for me just because my voice like is literally just like a overpowering voice on song. So it's a little thing I'm working on. But yes, beginning of spring. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I've heard, uh, I've I've heard like the, the little bits that uh, that are out and everything, and I'm really digging it. Looking forward to it. Appreciate it. Have you seen uh, artwork yet, Wazi? Uh, I think I saw the the ring light picture you you were talking about. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll send you the uh, video because it's a, it's actually a video. I just kind of screenshot part of it as a picture. Nice. Um, who's next on the list for projects? Jakob. There's a yeah. game I'm playing right now, and there's a guy named Jakob in it. Um, so I just figured I'd say that. <laughs> so lateralis uh, yes sir tools uh lateralis it's their uh it's an album that they did um their third studio album uh i had you guys listen to um uh, undertow which was their first studio album Banker. and uh then they have Inema and then lateralis here so um i mean you know, I hope you guys enjoy, but uh, I think uh, one interesting thing might be to, like, since it is the same artist and a repeat, to go ahead and just compare, I guess, a little bit. Mm-hmm. If, if you were still this one. Well, It was, what, six years between this album and their, their, their first album? It was, like, 95 for their first one? Yeah, let's see, 2001 here, um, and... 93 so seven uh eight years quite a bit then yeah that's a minute damn <clears throat> y'all be under contracts too bro that's another funny thing we'll talk about that next week but for you to just sit down on their asses for eight years the label be <laughs> mad as hell about that shit boy <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, they don't they don't have good relationships with the, their <laughs> labels. I don't think I can guess. But but they but, but they're also like this weird like force of nature that I don't think labels can really go ahead and do anything about it. Yep, that's why you that's when you get to do shit like that, bro. Mm-hmm. You just you got the staying power. Mm-hmm. All right, boys, that was the No Consistence Podcast. Peace.